0: Our podcast is intended for mature audiences. We will be using adult language and listener discretion is advised. we like to remind everyone that we don't have all the answers. Our discussions are opportunities for us to understand the world around us with the information we have. That means we may say things that are inaccurate, false, or possibly offensive. Thank you.
1: Man, so we haven't recorded in a little bit, but we're back, and it's good. It's great. We have a lot of announcements, a lot of things to talk about. Um, Where do we want to start? We were just talking about Run The Jewels. Their third album just came out, Run The Jewels 3. Pretty great. Um, I was actually also talking to my brother about uh, Killer Mike, and I think I was watching his interview on... I forget if it was like the late show with Stephen Colbert or if it was the daily show when Stephen Colbert was still on it. But, um, he's a very well articulated man. Can and I, Mike? Uh, he has a lot of, um, he has a lot of pull and, you know, participation in a lot of civil movements right now. A lot of the black lives matter. And, uh, a lot of other social movements right now, and he was uh, spitting some good truth, man. I would definitely recommend uh, watching that little clip. I'll see if I can find it and put it up on the website. Uh, it's like two or three minutes, and him. It's just him talking about like what he is involved in and what he's trying to do in the community. Yeah, uh, it's pretty awesome. Who is this again? Killer Mike um, is oh, yeah. one he's a of the southern rapper. One of the, Jewel. the other one is Adam. Who's the other one? Shit. Op. Uh, yeah, sorry, LP. Didn't
2: LP. You. He also did a series of um, back and forth talk with Bernie Sanders. He Correct. Yeah, he he's a very
1: nice Bernie Sanders thing. supporter. Yeah, Those really um, awesome. The he
0: he also politically aligned himself with Jill Stein too, so he's a Jill Stein supporter. After Bernie fell from the race, he aligned himself with Jill with Stein. Yeah. Uh, he one, also reluctantly. Did, He also did the. Um, he wrote the, uh, what was what it called? The forward for all of the Marvel hip-hop covers, which mm-hmm. was amazing. So he had a part in that, um, which I collected. And it's freaking, some of those covers are phenomenal, nice. I have to say. Maybe I'll put a picture of some of the covers up on the site.
3: True. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Yeah, they had a for was it for run the jewels they had a was it like a not like a campaign or something but it was like tag the jewels or whatever where they had artist graph over like yeah. their hand and gun logo or their gun and
1: fist logo it was sweet bro yeah. their their logo is one of my favorite hip-hop logos it's like same it reminds me type. of piccolo for some reason yeah it's like a dismembered piccolo
3: hand yeah i really like it this spirit bomb taking too goddamn long sure but yeah I had to say Run the Jewels 3 was probably is probably one of my favorite albums of all time right now I don't think there's a single track uh, I dislike on the album and that's rare for me because there's only one other album that does it and it's in a completely different genre wow which is Uh, it's uh, Newborn Son by Chan which is progressive rock yeah So, like, no words whatsoever. But, like, it's funny because the other thing, like, Run the Jewels 3 is, like, all words. So, it's funny to me that those are the two albums to me that I can listen to every single track and see. be like, I don't hate a single track on
1: here. Yeah, man. Um, Speaking of albums that I was listening to, I think I enlightened um, Faisal when I told him about Soul Intent, which was um, Eminem's, like, EP, Back in the day. I don't think you've ever heard of that. And it was only like, it's only like a couple of songs. And it came out back in 95.
0: Do you remember what songs on there?
1: Um, The main ones uh, were backstab- fucking Backstabber and Biterphobia. So if you've heard Biterphobia, you've heard part of Soul Intent. Mm. Soul Intent was a group with, I believe it was Eminem and Proof. R.I.P. Proof. But yeah. You should look that up. It's definitely. Awesome. Do you
0: do you have the recording? Can you pass it to me?
1: Yeah, I mean both of those songs are on YouTube. They're like oh. pretty well. Oh, so it's now.
0: only a two track uh type?
1: I think so. That's why I think it was an E P um I don't know if there was more songs on it, but it's definitely have you heard Biterphobia? I may have, but um, if you if you if I play it for you, you'll know. I'll play it for you all later. Alright. But it's definitely something that like as soon as you hear, you'll know whether you've heard it or not. Okay. Word. And I think, Adam, I've made you listen to it before, too.
3: You have. You have. I think it's, like, mandatory listening for anybody who's lived with you.
1: Yeah, it's so good. It's one of my favorite Eminem's, like, tracks. So good. A lot of bars. Hot bars, bro. And then, you know, Infinite is awesome. I love Infinite. If you guys haven't heard the new remix of Infinite, you should go to YouTube right now and look it up. Wait,
0: what? Did they do, like, a new remaster or something? Yeah, yeah. You didn't hear that? No.
1: Bruh, where you... What are you... Don't you, like, live on the computer? No,
0: I'm in my chambers right now.
1: But you don't use the computer? <laughs> no. What? How do you do your job? I don't know. <laughs> he submits all <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Your job is literally IT. I don't understand right yeah, now. So, I, I he submits all of this. The biggest paradox I, ever.
0: I, I have yeah. not been paying attention to any
1: music. All right. I'll link the Soul Intent songs and uh, Infinite. It's the FBT remix. It's exactly what Infinite... Would have sounded like should they have had the production value that they have now. It is so good. I can listen to it on repeat for like ten hours. So
0: they taken the original recordings and they redid it, or they re-recorded it. Just, just listen to
1: it. Just listen to it. I'll just I'll play it for you later. But it's like it's so good. It has like a very almost like progressive electric feel to it, and it's very very chill. Okay. It's definitely something you would listen to. If you were feeling a certain type of way. Is
0: it an official Shady thing or is it...
1: Yeah, like Eminem released it. Oh, okay. Right. Like it's on Eminem Viva or right, whatever right. on YouTube. Okay, yeah. I'm so right. like it's legit. Yeah. Like it probably Dre produced it. Okay.
0: All right. I definitely want to check it out.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of bars,
0: uh, over uh, on Tuesday, I was at um, League of Champions, which is a local Richmond uh, battle league and um, got to watch some battles here in Richmond, which was a lot of fun. Um just quick quick mention right there. We'll probably be um, covering more battle rap in future episodes, but that Trouble. was that was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, I saw that on your snap.
0: Yeah. Did you see the video I threw up on Facebook? I did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I'll comment cool. on, on that later. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um so <laughs> the Golden Globes <laughs> happened. Bruh, childish Gambino, I'm so proud of you, dog. Yo. You're so good. You're doing yeah. so good. Fantastic, beta. Not only with just his album, but with Atlanta. Bruh, his album was okay. But that's, like, my opinion, man. I don't think
3: that... Um, I don't think, for me, it was, like, a hard-hitter, like, Run the Jewels 3. For sure. But there are definitely tracks where, like, I'm very proud of Gambino because I think he is. you have seen him stylistically evolve throughout his
1: discography
3: and what he's been doing in media.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, he's been a pretty... He's been a pretty good... Like public figure recently, just doing what he's doing, and it's interesting because he's also like super on the low about it. Yeah,
2: and I know he was making a lot of a lot of albums really, really quickly for a few years, and he kind of kind of slowed down. And I think one of the this was one of the latest, <laughs> latest ones that came out of that slowdown. And I, I listened to it too. I listened to it on on the way to Charlottesville. A friend and I were going, and it's. It was really, it was really, really good. I, it was good to listen to. I, my friend and I didn't, you know, break down the the lyrics or so, as so much to that or anything um, at the time.
0: I've heard maybe like two tracks on there. Uh, it, it seems different from his earlier releases. It oh, doesn't yeah. seem like a predominantly hip hop album, from what I've heard.
3: It's like soul neo funk. Yeah. yeah. There's
2: not a lot of lyrics yeah. this time. Not not a lot of. Like, yeah. hard-hitting rap. It's very
1: bars. instrumental heavy. Yeah, yeah. And I like it. Like, for what he did, I think it went well. It's definitely different, and I'm glad. Because it's refreshing. It's new. Yeah. So, I mean, if people were looking for, like, you know, royalty, it's no, not yeah. royalty. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that royalty had some bars in it, but the new one, this did not. Like, if anybody heard Redbone, that was nothing- comparable even like mm-hmm. it's completely yeah. different type of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah and Redbone is one
3: of the big hitters on that
1: album for me, the It's definitely one of those uh solo vibe type exactly albums.
0: I saw a video of some guy he was posted up in the whip. He was listening to that joint. He was nearly in tears. It was so funny. Oh god. <laughs> was like this is you did it again. Oh god it had this it. I can never perpetrate <laughs> it like him but like oh man it was perfect. True. <laughs> is it
3: kind of like that one video where um, what was it? This dude was listening to a Drake song, and then it was he was listening to "Know Yourself," and like you know what the first time you hear "I was running through this thing with my walls," like everyone's like, "Oh, okay," like because the beat changes and everything. Yeah, even though the song itself is like not that good in in, in retrospect, but the moment, so all, all that matters the moment.
1: Man, okay, so. Back to Soul Intent real quick. They're actually <laughs> a group that was formed by the Detroit brothers Jeff and Mark Bass, or Bass, and the group itself was Eminem, Proof, Chaos Kid, Town, Manix and DJ Butterfingers, if you know any of those people. I know like three.
0: Yeah, I've heard a few names, but some of those are new. Yeah,
1: and I'll definitely be doing some research on them, so... Mm-hmm. We can bring that up later, but I knew he did some shit with like Ruckus Records and mm-hmm.
0: um, maybe even something like before that, but I can't remember. I remember who was it? Ray was telling me about it. Anyways, the earliest thing I know of Eminem is is Infinite. I yeah. don't know anything before Soul
1: Intense before Infinite. They were apparently this got started in ninety eight in eighty eight. Sorry. Oh it's, wow! It's, it was from '88 to '95. So that's like that's super.
0: Yeah. Old stuff. I definitely want to hear that.
1: Yeah, me too. I want to do some research. I'll find it for us.
2: Since we did start talking about the Golden Globes, um, it's kind of old news, but uh, for the people who didn't see it or just kind of heard about it, that type deal, um, yeah, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, he won. Um, he actually won an award for himself as a best actor in TV, and Atlanta won an award um, for best TV show uh, for musical or comedy. Other highlights that happened there: uh, Moonlight got best picture for drama. Um, I'm super excited about that. Uh, if you guys remember me talking about it a couple weeks ago or a couple episodes ago, um, Viola Davis won a Golden Globe for her for her role in Fences, and Actually, in that category, three out of the five women were black women. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was really, really awesome. Zootopia won for animated feature. Uh, my boy Kubo and the Two Strings uh, was nominated, but like, it never gets the the all the props that it deserves. It's um, true.
1: Everybody's it on them. Damn, you know, Hugh Laurie won. Yeah. He won he... best supporting actor. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Good job, House. You did good. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. Best Actor in the TV Goliath Show. That was a thing.
2: That was a thing. And then, uh, if you didn't hear, Meryl Streep uh, got the DeMille Award um, and kind of used her status as a celebrity and just uh, that opportunity of her on stage to talk about the situation that we're going to be in on the 20th. Um, But what I thought was really, really powerful in the fact that uh granted the 2017 is going to have a lot of things that we're not really sure of and a lot of surprises but she never mentioned his name or anything like that um i think she could have been a lot harder but i think she she was i, I think she really she really proved a point of not necessarily saying oh i'm still mad about the results i, I want him impeached blah 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 all that kind of rhetoric she's just basically saying that the American people, us as celebrities, and even and the press especially, to stay on guard and to not get not get swayed by something that's fake or anything like that, and to report the news, uh, whether it be positive or negative. And I think I really I really appreciated uh, which, how she said that and and the way that she said it too.
1: So what is the DeMille Award exactly?
3: Man, yeah, it's a lot of film related news. I have one more thing that's, um, this weekend, Hidden Figures beats Star Wars Rogue One at the box office.
2: I saw that, too.
1: Hidden Figures? Yes. Is that a thing? Did I see a trailer for it?
2: Yeah, it's the one with the three black women and NASA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Very good. Very nice. Fantastic. Because, you know, it's about real space. (laughs) Yeah, real space. (laughs) (laughs) do you cough in real space i mean yeah it's good i don't think you can hear it though
2: there's no air in space
1: he's acknowledged as the founding father of cinema of the united states and the most commercially successful producer director in film history his films were distinguished by their epic scale and cinematic showmanship he made silent films of every genre Social dramas, comedies, westerns, farces, morality plays, and historical pageants.
0: Damn, what's your resume like?
1: Bruh, shouldn't you know him? He's like, thanks, dad. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, yeah, all credit to Wikipedia. Everybody give them $3 so they can jerk off for the rest of their life. <clears throat> Fucking notice I get every time. <laughs> Y'all all have gotten that notice. If everyone could contrib- contribute $3, Wikipedia could remain free forever. Yeah, Alright, cool. Thanks, man. Keep giving me free shit. It's so funny because I get so mad
3: when I see that ad, but literally if somebody says pay me three dollars and I'll eat a worm, I'll give them three dollars.
2: <laughs> it's all about perspective.
1: What about the worm's perspective? It's that's very tall. up, Tori. It's very tough. That's fucked up. That's- they don't, don't,
3: have, a, they don't have a sympathetic nervous system, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's if also a film one.
2: term too. A worm? Worm's perspective. Worm's really?
1: Yeah. Worm's eye, bro. Yeah, so if you think Ant Man was shot from an ant's eye perspective. Does <laughs> up. a knee slapper.
2: Wah, 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 wah,
1: wah, that, but, that's that's but how yes. you you should feel if you don't know who the father of film directory was and You didn't like even know life. who
3: he was until like five minutes ago.
1: Yeah, but that's not my like degree. Well,
2: Their degree me, isn't in cinematic in history. You
1: know well, White people say that it's Sigmund Freud, but I think that's bullshit.
2: That's psychotherapy, or, like, well, psychoanalysis. it's also psychology.
1: I, I mean, give it to Ibn Khaldun. I was gonna say James, uh, what is it, Warm, well, The dude from Stanford? He's pretty good. Uh, wait, Ibn Khald- <laughs> He's, Sorry. like, awesome, because he, like, what is his name? Oh, I don't really good. actually know his name. You're right. 100% right. He's the guy that was, like, made up bullshit. He's the person... That made everybody in the world think that you only use 10% of your brain. And he was like, no, Come I'm on. completely lying. And he was able to like convince the entire world, even mm. though that was a fucking lie. And he mm. told his students, he was like, no, that's not true. Like, If you use 10% of your brain, you'd be in a fucking coma. Mm-hmm. Anyway. A, a myth okay. that is still perpetuated today,
3: and even a movie was predicated based on it.
1: Bruh. Yeah. Wasn't Angelina Jolie? No. Scar- no. Scarlett Johansson, bruh. She was in Limitless. That's
2: what it was. Yeah, she's had some questionable roles as of late.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. You know what? So is Nick Cage, and he's still great.
2: No, I mean with Ghost in the Shell. (laughs) Not
1: the bees. (laughs) I was watching Con Air. (laughs) 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 That's
2: all you need to know. That's it. (laughs) Not to say anymore. (laughs) No
1: more. Bro, Con Air is one of my favorite movies. It's good. I don't even know if I can save all time. That's kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it's your, uh, your favorite guilty pleasure one. It's oh, Face off. It Face was off, on though. like a marathon over this past weekend. I was like, do you guys get that much ratings from like showing Con Air back to back for like four hours in a row? It's crazy. Yes. I mean, clearly because I was watching it, I like pick it up one place and then like, I'd like do something else, or I'd leave, and then I'd come back, and I'd come back, and it'd be at a different section of the movie, and I was like, dude, is this what like TiVo's like?
2: <laughs> what's what's your psychoanalysis of that?
1: Of what? Of Con Air? Bunch <laughs> no, of no, no, of fucked no. up people on a fucked up plane.
2: No, have playing Con Air four <laughs> times back to back.
1: Dude, I don't know. It's a good-ass <laughs> movie. I was happy. I watched it.
2: <laughs> it's like the Harry Potter weekends that ABC Family does.
1: Actually, though, you're right. Man... You know what I do want to do, though? I want to do a Lord of the Rings marathon, if y'all have the stamina
0: for we it. We tried that one time. The I didn't stamina. make it past like, the second movie.
1: I'm surprised but you made it past the first
2: one. Wait, why? Are you doing uh, director's Extended cuts? Extended cut. Oh, no. Go
1: hard or go, go to sleep. They're about nine <laughs>
2: There's hours so each, right? so long, man.
1: We Dude, for it. real. But, can't you know, do it. so are Bollywood movies. I have the yeah. stamina. I've been groomed to watch that kind of length. True.
2: You've been groomed? Like, Bollywood movies? Reared. Because
1: I've watched so many Bollywood movies.
2: Oh,
0: I didn't know that that was an expression.
1: Yeah, like groomed to win. Oh, never heard of that. (laughs) You need to expand your vernacular, son. I guess. So, who wants to make the announcement? Adam, do you want to do it? Since you pre-ordered it? Oh, yes. The Nintendo Switch. Coming out March
3: 2017. March 3rd. March 3rd, good. God damn it. I was afraid. I was like, I know it's March third, but do I wanna say that? And I pre ordered
0: it
3: and I pre ordered it solely for the milking game they have. What? <laughs> There's a game where you just milk and utter.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we're definitely gonna talk about some of the so, new features. For I think another really important announcement, probably one of the biggest announcements for the Nintendo Switch, is the fact that the Zelda game is going to be a launch launch title. title. So, last generation there was no Zelda game. I think this is a really smart move on them.
2: Very, yeah, I was I, I was go, I was gonna say like that's really smart move for them mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, God, a lot They've of-
0: been hyping the Zelda game for years. Finally. I know. Dude, I, I don't, don't know. know. Zelda games are
1: pretty good. You can't really unhype them.
0: Uh, I don't know. They really they hyped up uh, Skyward Sword
3: to the to the point where I got really mad about it when I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a diehard Zelda fanboy, but like Skyward Sword pissed me the hell off. It pissed everybody off. Pissed Master, I see that your Wii Remote is a 20% battery. Please consider charging it.
0: I don't need to hear that shit. Yo, <laughs> did y'all see the uh, the Switch announcement conference?
3: Yeah. I did. Is there a video?
0: Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's available. It's, it's about like, an hour long. It's about an hour long. Oh, I'm good, bro. Some, some of it, wa- I thought it was really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was, <laughs> it was so was, funny. The, it was really quirky. Did
3: it. Yeah, it was really quirky. Yeah. The dude who presented Splatoon was hilarious. Yo.
0: <laughs> True. I thought that the way that they, like kind of babysitted us through the technology as if we're like primitive neanderthals like this is a controller it has a joystick here is the buttons you can see a square button on this one there's a house button you know what i mean yeah yeah (laughs)
2: That I wasn't like, just the translator yeah.
3: tone though I the translator's tone was the best <laughs> when, if, no yeah
2: I'm not, would, when, I'm not disagreeing, but yeah, when he had a
3: wait, like to, he would like translate mid sentence and then wait because he had to get the rest of the context, then start the <laughs> sentence completely over that was like that was really good, and I like that they're really kind of uh they're really just like we predicted when the announcement came, they're really like hammering on the sound,
0: like yeah. I was just about to say, the um, the like magic segment, they incorporated the Snap marketing strategy, which I think is genius.
3: It is. And I like that they're using 1-2-Switch as an example. Well, they'll be like, 1-2-Switch. Like, it's, like, it's nice. It's great. Good
0: for you. to So, 1-2-Switch, did you get a chance to see, Karan? Uh, what the Switch looks like? No, uh, the <laughs> conference or anything. <laughs> news. Okay, so... One of the new features of the Switch is that they have a—I guess it's a pre-installed game that does not require any kind of screen. So you pass one of the controllers to a a, a second Yo, player.
1: It's
3: like Bop It.
0: Mm, kinda. Kinda,
3: actually, that's a good way of putting it.
0: But the way that they uh, 90s revealed kids. it in the in the the conference was really. Bad, in my opinion, because they didn't really... (laughs) Their explanation was really bad and really vague. They just said, to play the game, you hold the controller in your hand... And you stare into <laughs> the other person's eyes. That's yeah, literally that all that. they said. It. That's all they said for how to play the game. I would win. I would
1: win that game. <laughs> no, because I would be the world fucking champion. And because. I
0: can't tell like how if Nintendo is trolling like us with like the super simplified like explanations and like the games. But it seems to me like it's some kind of like speed reaction kind of game.
3: Like, i think it depends i think all of the game. i think it's an assortment of like mini games so all of them are contextual you know in a way like uh like i feel like the games for the most part depending on which mini game you choose like it's all self-explanatory like you have the like you have the cowboy draw game i guess it's going to be like when you feel the controller vibrate like move the controller up or like the milking the cow game is like you're putting the controller up and down.
0: Yo, can I just say, this has been one of the weirdest generations in terms of, like, use case applications for video games. Absolutely. Because, like, in meaning... Uh, ways that they demonstrate the technology like for example like the earliest like vr tech was really simple like polygon shapes you use like motion controls to dodge flying objects or a simple chess game in front of you and like for the switch for example the use cases for this i thought it was so funny like one of their demonstrations was literally them explaining that you can feel a glass of water in your hand when you hold the controller and i was like you can hear it with one ice cube yeah two ice cubes you can feel or even three you can feel two or three i'm like what the fuck
1: that sounds like fucking jadu yo that's like fucking crazy
0: and I'm like, I'm just saying, like this like we have all this new hardware and new technology, but we have the weirdest applications for it. Like, why would I need to feel a glass of water in my hand? Like y'all couldn't <laughs> like y'all couldn't think of a more creative way or like to present this.
1: I mean that's a pretty creative way. I, I don't know. Like but as like, a person that's like I, So like for vr isn't that like progressive like being able to simulate something that's so i wasn't
0: convinced with this
1: presentation i was like
0: i didn't understand if you look if you watch it it's like it's so disjointed it's like okay glass of water okay like i don't know i found that really charming
3: it could just be me but i thought it was like really funny how like they were doing that how like they're really kind of like most people, when you talk about, like, new hardware and things like that, the first thing you want to jump into are, like, the specs. Maybe you have a tech demo, right? And then they're like,
0: look at our hardware. We can make you
3: feel things. Like, I don't know. <laughs> to me, it was just kind of, like, intriguing. And then, like, the way they each of the people that were guests presented some of the games – like, this dude who was pre- who was presenting Splatoon 2 came out in a lab coat talking about he was researching squids for the past year.
0: Dude, I was so confused by that because yeah. he came out with these two large gats and I'm like, these huge guns. I'm like, oh, God, these cannot be the new, like, motion controllers. And I was so confused the whole time. I was, like, waiting for him to announce what those fucking things were in his hand. They were just plastic props, you know, just there. I was, like, I was so confused. The whole presentation to me was confused.
3: I think if, you, if you've if you been with Nintendo's IPs for a really long time, you would have appreciated it. I appreciated the guests more than anything else, besides the Skyrim developer. Like, go away. But um, when when Suda51 came back on stage, I got really excited. And for those of you who don't know, Suda51, he's the developer behind games like Killer7 on the GameCube, No More Heroes on the Wii. And he was announcing that he was going to bring No More Heroes back on the Wii U because he was excited about the hardware. And... Uh, Suda51 and Nintendo, the fact that they let him present means a lot because Suda51 and Nintendo have a very rocky relationship. Suda51 is kind of like the adolescent child, like, punk that never grew up and is like, it's not a phase, mom. Like, he, he's <laughs> o- he's always pushed the limits of content creation for Nintendo's platforms. All of his games have always been either, like, rated M or, like, very, 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 like, mature themes so, like, Nintendo's always kind of been like, okay, Suda, we'll let it go this time because he brings in the dough, you know? He's a crowd-pleaser. He brings
2: in that older audience.
3: Yeah, he brings in the older audience. And, like, when No More Heroes got released on the Wii, that was super important because they were losing that demographic after Smash got released. And so, like, you know, Suda51 did dumb things like, oh, to charge up your... Your beam sword and no, and uh, no more heroes. You have to jack off the Wii remote to charge it. Like you had to do those motions, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and Nintendo let them get away with it because they're like, we really need the money. <laughs> so so Suda Fifty One comes on stage. She's like, yeah. Um, so I think I'm gonna do a new game for you for this platform. Uh, flips hair. <laughs> I don't really yeah, Flips hair. Uh, I don't really have a name for it yet. Uh, okay, bye. And everybody goes wild. <laughs> And then in the credits, you see that the game has already been named, and it's been named Has Been Heroes, which I think is hilarious, because Suda51 would just announce the title of his game in the credits of a presentation.
1: Yeah. Man, consoles are expensive on New Age. Which consoles?
0: Oh, we haven't even uh, discussed the price for the Switch. It's
1: oh, yeah, 99. it's it's
3: two ninety nine. One 2 Yeah. I've- pre-ordered with tax in virginia is 317 mm, dollars 56 cents. Why don't you
2: 56 do cents huh? i did, I, pre-
0: I pre-ordered it online oh also another announcement um nintendo is now going to be charging for their online play now so i guess only pc is the only thing you can play multiplayer for free now online
3: yeah, Nintendo's gonna have a paid service after the first month of the Switch. Everybody's yeah. gonna have a free month trial and then they're gonna do a paid service. Hopefully, that means better net code because out of the three consoles, hmm. Nintendo's really been
1: slacking on their net code. Yeah. PlayStation's the second best. Xbox is probably the best because you remember the whole thing when uh, the PlayStation servers went down for a while? Yeah. That yeah. shit fucking Everyone's crazy.
0: like sensitive to their mind. Yeah. 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 Um, I think the Xbox platform is now being integrated into PCs now. So they're kind of doing this cross platform thing, um, which I think is super genius. And it makes the transition to PC gaming a lot easier. Because like, if you buy a title on the Xbox, you then own it for the PlayStation too. I mean, the, or the Windows. Yeah, you yeah. own it for Windows. So that's awesome. Also, which is really intriguing. Cross uh, gamepad compatibility so you can be using any kind of controller which i think is awesome the games are no longer region locked for
1: the nintendo, nintendo switch they so also you can play with people from like everywhere
0: no it's not people from everywhere it means you can buy a game from anywhere and play it
3: you, like you can buy a japanese oh, co- yeah you can buy like a japanese co- uh, copy of like Super Smash Bros. and play it on your thing, your whereas players, before, players. Because, it, because I have an American 3DS, a Japanese cartridge of um, Smash Bros. wouldn't work on my English 3DS. Actually, I, I
0: think the 3DS games are not region-locked either. They are. Because that was a
3: big deal when I was trying to order uh, Pokemon. Okay, maybe the original
0: mm-hmm. DS then.
3: Yeah, the original DS wasn't region-locked. The 3DS... Okay. Yeah, the 3DS, when they released it, they that's when they introduced the region locking, and that's why they were so quick to get rid of it, I think, because of all the negative outcry.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, because sometimes people want to play Japanese exclusives that don't make it to the U.S. market. Absolutely.
1: Yo, there's so many PlayStation 4 games I was researching that are just in Japan. It's wild. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god. I it's really...
2: Amazing. I also really want uh, Detective Pikachu for
1: 3DS. Oh, true.
2: So but i don't know
3: japanese <laughs> well yeah. you can always look up like you can always do it the old school way that Tal and i do and that's just look up version translations where people translate the game and they put the transcripts on game facts or something and then you just go like unit by unit. <laughs> oh, oh my
1: god you
0: would have to be really into this story game to have to deal with
1: that i mean
0: that's what that's what
3: i'm
1: saying like yeah. You know, that seems text. like an abhorrent waste of time to me. <laughs> you know, a, oh lot of my God. a lot of like earliest, I'm angry just thinking about doing that. A lot of the earliest video games
0: were text-based games. They were like No, RPGs I know. And so. There's definitely value in there, there's definitely a market there. People really enjoy that shit.
1: I remember playing one of those games on uh, PC where it was like... I don't remember what it's called, but it's like, oh, you open a door, you go straight, there's a dragon on your left and a door to your right. I'm like you have to choose yeah, yeah it's like, like yeah, all yeah. turn based. that's like, what I'm talking like, about yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean I enjoyed that but like I'm talking about like simply just translating everything unit by unit because it's a different language I couldn't do it well the, yeah you know what I mean? that's just, just doing much, it it's like just reading it
0: well he's not translating it someone else did the work already he's just reading it
1: exactly that's too much work
2: I, I can see your point that it can kind of take you out of the story if you're not yeah. into it yeah
1: I guess yeah.
0: So previously the we did not know if the switch had a touch screen. They now confirm that it is a touch capacitive screen. Hmm. The dock is going to hook up to the TV using HDMI that coils out of it, so it's a pretty clean looking thing. There are three different modes to the Switch. There's a TV mode which is regular console gaming, there's tabletop mode where you play with the kickstand and you remove the joystick controllers and you can also play split screen multiplayer in tabletop mode and then there's handheld mode where you attach the Joy-Cons to the device and you play it as a handheld.
3: And with the uh, with handheld mode you can do up to what is it like uh, 8 player and local co-op 16 yes.
0: yeah. wow. yeah, through yeah. Wi-Fi. Through
3: yeah. Wi-Fi, yeah. yes. They and I shout out to Nintendo for still doing like a local split screen and like mm-hmm. I really I'm miss def- those kind of... Definitely
0: for that. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And, so, uh, um, there's... It seems like the battery life is going to be pretty bad. Um, 2.5 minimum, undocked. So, you can probably expect the new Zelda game uh, when you're playing on mobile power to be like 3, 3.5 hours max.
3: But there is no proprietary hardware anymore. It's going to use a... Uh micro usb charger yep which is a big big win for me
0: usb type c yeah
3: usb type c yeah that's
0: is, huge yeah that that's great um things are gonna definitely be more uh standardized
1: yo but let's talk about mario kart deluxe yes <laughs> i do want to play that game because i want to see what they did to rainbow road <laughs>
2: And I also saw that um, this was leaked by GameStop, that there's actually going to be a Pokemon game on the Switch. Yeah. I a didn't that. So. I didn't ah! <laughs> Are you good,
0: man? Well, well Adam, like
2: Adam takes a breather uh, for a little bit. He's so, a an inhaler
0: so, Grab some oh tissues, God. bro. <laughs> go make wood, dude. So...
2: Uh, <laughs> So hopefully this is this is true. I I read it online that GameStop. uh, Everything
1: online is true.
2: It's true. The (laughs) the internet never lies. Uh, obvious. Two K seventeen. Um, but yeah. So they're saying that on the GameStop website they they mentioned Pokemon. Uh, and how it's going to be a combination of Sun and Moon on there. I think it's called.
1: Yo. I think it's
2: called Pokemon Stars.
1: Oh (laughs) my god. You'll stop. Bro. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's too late. It's You're lucky turtles, your family's not in the house. <laughs> They'd be like, what the actual fuck are you doing? <laughs> well
0: We're probably gonna see some uh AR Pokemon games as well. Something like Pokemon Go On There. That's gonna be um wildly successful if they do that.
3: And uh There's... Go ahead. I think uh, a lot of people were kind of dogging on the fact that it's only like uh, local storage is only thirty two gigs, but they forget that it comes with expandable memory in the form of micro SD. That's
0: so important it's which is which is the
3: best because like all of my devices need to run expandable storage and like Sandisk just completed like uh, one terabyte micro SD uh, crazy X- yeah. like really XC. Mad at- so that's crazy.
0: And modularity is so important in consumer electronics. Whenever you like uh, lock down the consumer into uh, your proprietary technology, that's always, in my opinion, like a lose situation. I know that like there's you know brand loyalty and there's value in that as well. Uh, but you there's has to be some sort of like standardization across too. Absolutely.
2: I, I actually didn't know that. they are Are they up to a terabyte now?
3: Yeah, Sand is just—they just, uh, they just yeah. developed a brand new terabyte micro SD XC. So it's definitely gonna like work because it's an XC.
2: Damn. I mean, the highest I've ever I, I've heard was one twenty-eight gigs. But that's that's amazing.
0: They definitely have two fifty-six cards too. Oh, do they yeah. have micro SD. Yeah. It's so crazy
3: how like we've been able to sh- like create smaller stronger storage methods in the time we've been alive like we grew up pretty much when floppy disks were still being used like i remember learning how to read and write on floppies right now like you show somebody what a floppy disk is they don't even know like they'll be like the save icon or a giant sd card but they don't know i think it's
1: interesting how the floppy disk will remain immortal because it's the save icon (laughs) (laughs) true
0: and back when the floppy disk was big before they even Made it compact and smaller. You see, like, the size of...
1: My foot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One Chipotle napkin for scale again. We usually throw up (laughs) your... Throwback. Throw up a picture of your foot for comparison (laughs) online. You don't really want to see my foot, man. It's calloused from rolling around. It's good, man. It's nice. Yeah, they would
2: have one... Let's say one word file one, one document yeah. would span two or three floppy disks and now you got a terabyte on a mm. micro US, usd micro SD, that, it's awesome you know what's it's gonna get,
1: about that we'll all live to go to mars
0: <laughs> maybe maybe something
1: it's gonna the storage
0: is gonna um get at a microscopic level watch probably in our lifetime you think so mm-hmm
2: at the rate it's going yeah. yeah shit
1: so like you could like you take... probably store data in cells well yeah that we would be great it. because i would like to see how they use that to like engineer genetics yeah for sure because they're like doing it now but like with biochemistry i don't know i don't have nearly enough knowledge to even talk about that articulately I'm
2: gonna be Gallica
1: in here um not quite. You guys
2: remember that movie? <laughs>
1: you remember that game? Galaga? No,
2: not Galaga. Ga- Gattaca.
1: <laughs> Gattaca. That was a movie. That was, yeah, that movie.
2: Gattaca.
1: That was a movie. No,
2: Gal- Gattaca. The, the
1: Gattaca special. was the
3: one about the dude who like, was inferior to his younger brother, right? Because he was like born
2: normally? Yeah. He yeah. Was
3: born okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: great through, movie. Through intercourse rather than in a Petri dish. It's like Space yeah.
1: Twins.
3: But they weren't twins. He was literally born and like a couple years like, ago. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know the twins movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito? Ah. <laughs> yeah. God. Come on. I don't understand. That was a good movie. It was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah,
3: true. <laughs> he didn't
2: see me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's still my favorite Arnold line
3: ever. That and put the cookie down now. you oh, done the job.
0: <laughs> Dylan. You son of a bitch. Moving back to uh, Switch news. um, (laughs) (laughs) There is a new IR camera that's on the right, Joy-Con, that detects objects, uh, objects in motion and also depth. And their demonstration that they did... Uh, In the conference was the player did like a rock, paper, scissors motion in front of the controller and it was able to detect that. So that's cool. We'll see like what kind of fun things they'll be able to do with the IR camera. Um, What else? There's a new dedicated button on the left uh, controller, which is for saving screenshots and recording video that automatically pushes it out to social media. And I think that that seems like a very specifically odd feature to dedicate a button to. What do y'all think? No, I think every I think every
3: console this generation is going towards being able to share things just as the general public is moving towards having to share every single aspect of their life. Like yeah, e- like the PS4 that. the PS4 has a share button and all that stuff. Like it's only fair that Nintendo follows suit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's you have to to keep up at least from the social factor of it.
0: The video game industry is definitely pushing the integration of social media and the social aspect of gaming in general. Um, But I don't know how I feel about beyond like voice, like voice group chatting. How much more social it can be, like with avatars and things like that. I mean, you can share clips and stuff, but yeah
1: I don't know all right. All right. All right. I'm saying what needs to happen is like they can create a virtual reality where you're like with your friends but all at home also and then like playing with each other and then you can guys can go on like special adventures and then when you go on those adventures you're like outside but then you take your glasses off and you're actually outside.
3: What? The game was
2: inside you the entire time?
1: Entire...
2: <laughs> also with the Switch, um, which I think is a really good uh, part on Nintendo, is they're allowing third-party games and so inside. <laughs> and in addition to that... What? Okay. And... Um, <laughs> What I, what I did notice, too, uh, well, yeah, because we talked about Skyrim and all that yeah. stuff. Um,
1: Skyrim.
0: <laughs> oh, that's what you mean. Like, they were porting third-party games onto Switch. Yes. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah they
1: said that they were going to release it. I was on their website. They said it going to be for the Switch. Yeah,
0: I, I knew that. I just didn't understand what she meant when she said that.
2: Yes, I know she left.
0: No, because I, I thought it was a joke on the previous generation because of their lack of third-party support.
2: Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean, no. the, Nintendo is known for kind of keeping its own...
3: Mm. own N- N- Nintendo's a bit incestuous when it comes to its developers. Whoa, I whoa, mean, whoa, it, it's whoa, like Japan.
2: Whoa, whoa. It keeps to itself until <laughs> it needs not to. And <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yo! <laughs> no not meaning in a bad way yeah, yeah uh know. history of japan video anybody but um <laughs> oh son <laughs> i know adam has seen it adam i've
1: shown it to so many people since you've shown it to me it's beautiful it's so good one i hope he makes a second one <laughs> i think he's working on one not for japan but something else okay, okay. bye so. huh? that's
0: it
1: that's how he ends it. That's how he ends the video.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good.
2: I also read um, that the prices for the Nintendo Switch games are going to be kind of the same as Xbox and PS4, so yeah, uh, fifty to 60, sixty range. Yeah,
1: that's not bad though, because um, I guess what is it launch prices for PS4 and Xbox One were both over three hundred dollars and considering that the nintendo switch will come in at 300 or like 299 99 whatever so 317 after tax if you live in the state of virginia um that's not bad that's pretty good considering if you have a power outlet and maybe internet i guess you could even use wi-fi from the local library you could play wii
2: yeah and or, i'm sure sorry
1: but- switch <laughs> don't sue me nintendo
2: and I'm sure they're probably going to do a package deal with Breath of the Wild and have that included oh,
1: into the no box. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably have like... That.
3: They already did that with the Master Collection. It was like $100 extra. That's not that bad. Comes with like a limited art book and like some statues or something. But like, again, that's already out of stock worldwide, which is crazy.
1: Wow. That's like the... What I was saying was the Final Fantasy 15 PlayStation 4. If you guys haven't seen it, it's beautiful. It's like $500 comes straight from Japan has uh, Final Fantasy 15 on it and the PlayStation itself is like magenta. Ooh, it's really pretty of royalty. royalty. Royal shit. I
2: thought that was purple.
1: <laughs> purple magenta difference by like five hues. It's like couple hex codes. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> it's like limited edition here. It's so nice. Oh. Let me see this. Remember, Let me. I'm gonna link it to you right now if you're in the oh. uh, document.
0: Yeah, y'all yeah, definitely did. Just um, Google.
1: Actually, just Google it. Final Fantasy. Yeah, 15. yeah, that's what I'm Four. gonna do. It. Yeah, we're it's gonna, gonna
0: throw up, the red we're side. gonna throw up a screenshot too on the description page. Nah, just
1: Google it. Final Fantasy 15 PlayStation 4 nice. It's really nice. Well, I it, was talking to Spencer about it back when I was like, um, indecisive on whether I should get a PlayStation 4 or not. He's like, dude, it's a PlayStation. Don't spend $500 on a box that plays a game.
3: There's Spencer being all sensible.
1: No, he's right though. He was, it was like, yeah, true
3: cuz I found like a used copy of um of uh, Dragon Quest 8 for the PS uh, for PS2. And he was like, Don't buy it, it's not gonna support the official release. Look, you know it's coming to the three DS, just buy it when it comes out, support the developers. And I was like, You know, Spencer, that makes a lot of sense. And
1: he was, yeah, like, actually, was, it was so Spencer. Good. like, Spencer Yo. was like the best dog. Oh man, you're man, Spencer Spencer, you're gonna be our first guest on our show. Uh, life right is now. life is pain. Adam, when he you gotta either go to his place or he can come to your place and y'all can record this shit together. I was actually I was actually thinking about it today. I
3: was with him a little earlier before I came home, and I was like, "Do you want it today?" And he's like, "I've got stuff to do. Got to clean the bathroom before work." And I was like, "All right, (laughs) next time." (laughs)
2: Because that takes whole all night to do. I was Uh, with uh, Spencer on
0: New Year's Eve. That was a fun time. Yes, actually. I was with. uh, You would have seen it if we came to the birthday party. Yeah, he said he said it was really
3: good seeing you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ditto on you. Did y'all see the uh, Super Mario Odyssey trailer? Yo,
3: I got to say,
0: it I got to say so nice.
3: They took everything I liked about Galaxy and Sunshine and just decided the two should have a baby,
0: which is
1: fine. Which it's, is
3: totally fine.
1: It's great. Galaxy
3: Sunshine Galaxy
1: baby? What would we even Yo, call? Who was that water one? Is that Sunshine? That is Sunshine. Yeah, that Sunshine, is Sunshine, yeah. bro. That was the best Mario. Yeah, but
0: uh, like that game. I vehemently
1: disagree, and I
3: think Galaxy is the best Mario game of all time. Not
1: even Galaxy Two,
3: the first Galaxy.
1: A lot, a lot of reviews say that. I've never played that one, so maybe I'll play it and then I'll decide. Yes. But as of right now, I like the Sunshine one. Also because. Every time I went to Kmart on Elden Street, it was always there. True. <laughs> <laughs> and, I got you. and the McDonald's on Elden Street, too. Yo, also they true. had the GameCube, though, yes. bruh. It yes. was good. And then, you know, bad people. And
0: then the next to it, the Pizza Hut had Galaga and yep. they still Arcade. They got Pac Man, yo. Yes. They got a pinball
1: machine. Yes. He used to and,
0: hustle people at that And machine. vending claw joints. I forgot what they're called.
3: Vending claw, claw joints. The claw machine. Yeah. Claw the sucker machine.
1: machine.
2: Eat your money
3: machine. Yeah. You have saved our leader. We are eternally grateful.
2: The clock.
1: Well, that's pretty good, guys. Next Did time, get... stay tuned for Asaf and I's sports. Uh
2: Burner, nerd.
1: I'm pretty sure that that's like a trademark sound, <laughs> and now we're gonna get sued. Soon... <laughs> Nasty beatbox it is all good. Oh, true. It's open source. Yeah,
2: true. <laughs> perfect,
1: perfect. But stay tuned for Asif and I's um, Super Bowl slash sports episode. Right. We will break down everything. It'll be fun. Um, we will discuss how Cody Garbrandt actually just got in contact with UFC. For possibly being uh, the ultimate fighter coach for one of the next ones. Man, he is on a climb. Um,
0: His success, his career is climbing quickly.
1: And we'll talk about uh, a lot of things, man. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. BJ Penn getting wrecked. Man, BJ Penn. That upset to Rodriguez, man. Still my favorite thing. And... uh, Going on could to the big one, man. The, Cow- one the Cowboys 31st. immaculate
3: defense recently. Who? The Cowboys. They had a good defense recently, man. I'm like oh, I was like very oh, impressed. I was very
1: impressed. Better. They could have done better, yes, but I would, there was a very impressive game they had with the Packers. They had a game. It was a game. <laughs> Asif and I will break it down. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the guest of You're welcome. The RV. If you would like to educate us, challenge us, or provide feedback. Write to us at our email, abvi.us.podcast at gmail.com, or tweet us at Obvious Podcast. Thank you.